the Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. Welcome to the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. On today's podcast episode, I'm going to cover something that I've been thinking about recently, and that is the state of retirement for the future of America. The pandemic currently being experienced around the world has certainly disrupted lives socially and economically. Although it seems most people are dealing with it the best they can, and experts continually state everything will eventually be better, I'm personally concerned about the future of retirement. Stick around for today's podcast episode, and I'm going to tell you why the retirement in America in the future is at risk. Today's podcast episode, I wanted to cover the future of retirement for Americans. Basically because some of the news that I've seen on some of the the television stations recently, the future generations and plans for retirement might not only be affected by the downturn we've recently seen in the, the stock market along with the economy most recently, but also I'm afraid the impact is likely going to last for some foreseeable time. Prior to the coronavirus pandemic, there was already a dark cloud over future generations for retirement funding. The impact is not yet known, but the outlook seems to be one that many experts are not yet talking about when it comes to the state of the economy right now. Positivity and a confident assurance are good for getting through the hard time many people are experiencing, but... It's important to also start planning now for the future and not waiting until later to see how it all pans out. Now, retirement before the pandemic, prior to what the world is currently experiencing with economies shut down and people struggling to make ends meet, a lot of America was already having a challenging time planning for retirement. Employer-provided pensions are almost extinct, and 401ks have been the standard offering for retirement planning for some time now in exchange for an employee for lucky people that have it offered to them. Most of the responsibility for planning retirement has fallen on individuals for some time with companies no longer in favor of defined benefit plans with the higher costs and more risk. Americans have not only had a more difficult time saving for retirement prior to the pandemic, but the state of Social Security funding has also been an ongoing discussion with much debate. The retirement savings system for workers in America, it's basically it's been damaged for a long time, and many experts have forecast the reserves for Social Security could very well be depleted by 2035. The outlook for retirement in America has always been affected by economic downturns from the the dot-com bubble to the most previous economic impact of the subprime mortgage collapse. It seems that there's always a recovery, even if the upturn doesn't completely solve future retirement funding for Americans, the, the economy does recover and people tend to somewhat get towards some type of retirement a lot of times. I'm concerned with the the current shutdown of the economy and a situation probably never seen in history that a quick recovery may not be as accurate as some experts are stating is going to happen. 
I do. Yes, I do believe the stock market itself is going to bounce back eventually. Businesses that will be able to get through this turbulent period will also prosper again in the future. However, there will be long lasting changes that may never be able to be corrected in the near future without drastic measures financially, economically, and from a social standpoint. The, the one thing I've seen on the, on the news lately is the problem is retirement savings used now because of the pandemic we're in. And some of the, the CARES Act that just went into place opened some of this up. May, they, these, this money may never be recovered if people use their retirement money now. Retirement accounts, they've always been a resource for emergency funding, even though they, they should really only be used as the last resort. It, you know, 401k loans, early withdrawals, and total cash outs have become more common over the years as more people have struggled with stagnant wages and the increasing costs of living. Housing, things like housing, higher education, and particularly medical care prices have been rising at an alarming rate for several years now. The higher costs with more of the responsibility for retirement and medical care expenses being passed on to workers in favor of lower employer expenses, it's come as a cost. The pandemic in America is currently putting a strain on the retirement savings for people and the government's relief, relief bill that was passed shows things probably are not as promising as Capitol Hill is claiming it is. Like I said, with the CARES Act that was passed, it's, what they did is it enables people to, to take early distributions from retirement savings without the usual 10% penalty. For traditional tax-deferred retirement savings, regular taxes, they're still going to need to be paid, but the penalty is waived for people that are really in need of money to be able to tap into their retirement savings at this time as we're going through the coronavirus. Retirement savings withdrawals prior to retirement, they can pose a real danger to having adequate money once a person is, is no longer working. With an already estimated one in five Americans having no retirement savings at all, the current economic outlook with the need for some Americans to take early retirement savings only puts overall retirement funding for the U.S. in, in further jeopardy. Although almost all financial, financial experts would agree that tapping into retirement savings prior to actual retirement is never a good idea, the government seems to have opened the door for the opportunity. It certainly is understandable that some people might have to dip into their retirement accounts to get by financially for a while. But my question is, what is the government's plan for ensuring people can retire one day? You know, this used to be Social Security with, with that at least being a supplement to what a person saves. But with funding issues already for Social Security in the future, what does a diminished IRA and 401k savings for a person, what is that going to look like for their retirement? For many Americans, the economic problems today can only likely equal much higher taxes in the future as this seems to often be the go-to solution for several politicians. So you take this in combination with a social security system that will have a, a real need to raise the retirement age to collect benefits, and there will be an unquestionable issue 
with older Americans and poverty in the future. There's going to be a problem. And the issue will even be much more troublesome than it already is today. Now, I want to say I do understand. I understand a lot of people in America that are fortunate enough to have some type of retirement savings. They're, they're going to have no choice during this pandemic and economic crisis to take an early distribution. The problem is this will be less money that is in a retirement account with the opportunity to grow to grow opportunity for it to grow when the market recovers. And the result can be substantially less value at the time of retirement. Financial experts and politicians know, they know that retirement savings should only be used as a last resort for accessing money. For countless Americans now out of work, the situation could not be could not be more catastrophic with an unknown future. So you have to ask yourself, with Social Security already having problems, and now we're in this, this current pandemic with the coronavirus, and basically the people on Capitol Hill have opened up the retirement accounts to take out money without being penalized, which, like I said, is certainly understandable. Some people are going to need that money. But how are future genera- future retirement generations going to survive with a lot of retirement accounts being depleted? Is giving people access to the money saved for retirement, you have to ask yourself, is it the best solution? And like I said, it might be a good answer for the present time with no other choices available. Yet there needs to be a long-term plan for people that will be reaching retirement age in the coming decades. And it doesn't seem as though anyone wants to take a look at the lasting effects of what is currently occurring in the world. I'm concerned higher taxes will be the answer in the future for the problems of today with early retirement savings withdrawals. However, this should not be the only solution. Taxes aren't the only solution. There have been ongoing issues in the United States for years that have contributed to people having the need for early retirement savings withdrawals. Like I said, prior to this pandemic, it is not uncommon for people at one point or another to tap into their retirement savings. And prior to this pandemic, they would also get the 10% penalty. The current coronavirus pandemic that's going on, this has only further increased the necessity for people to potentially tap into their retirement savings. There needs to be a solution put in place so people will have money saved for retirement. And the fix, it's not just one of economics, but I also believe the long-term solution should be a change in society and values. History tends to repeat itself. Some of it's good and other duplications aren't as desirable often. But there were times when the value of life and livelihood were more important than profits and balance sheets. So what is the solution for ensuring retirement in America? Like I said, there are going to be long-lasting changes once the pandemic ends. Corporations, small businesses that survive, and representatives on Capitol Hill need to start paying attention to what is good for America and not just continually chasing the lowest price with the highest profits. It's time to get back to a time when communities truly looked out for each other in simple things, 
such as just knowing your neighbors were important. America tends to come together when periods are challenging, only for times of crisis to be quickly forgotten with business going back to, to usual. I'm going to, I'm going to say this time business as usual is likely never going to look the same and it shouldn't. I know some people might, might not want to hear this, but to save America and future generations to ensure retirement is even a possibility, the United States needs to take care of itself first. This doesn't mean the U.S. can't be compassionate with problems of other places around the world. However, the focus for the unforeseeable future needs to be taking care of Americans. Even prior to the coronavirus pandemic, there should never have been the level of homeless people in the U.S. that exists. The costs and living expenses should never have outpaced the earnings of most middle Americans. The companies that have led to a lower middle class in the United States in the chase for the lowest prices have been greed, selfishness, selfishness, and political priorities not aligned with the people that elected the politicians. One of the solutions that has to be made to ensure there is retirement in the future for people is corporate compensation in big businesses. They need to be taxed. People should be compensated for their work. I won't argue with that. However, there's no reason for company CEOs and big executives to now earn 300 times an average person that works for them. Although their actual salaries are many times not that high, their total compensation is often rewarded with ridiculous large stock options and bonuses. The problem with overinflated, high-end executive pay is this money is not invested back into a company for the benefit of its employees. Also, the stock options are likely going to increase the demands for short-term profits and stock buybacks at the expense of middle-income workers, many of the people that make a company successful. With equity buybacks to quickly raise stock prices so executives can cash in on options with a good price, things like research and development don't get funded. In addition, this is less money to go into more employee compensation and benefits. I understand America, you know, we're a capitalist society. Most people would agree that politicians should stay out of companies. Yet there does need to be some intervention at this point, it would seem. It could be arguable that unions might have killed off some businesses, but there's no one left looking out for the everyday workers. Politicians are voted into office for the people, and they need to start working for the public. Companies are made up of several people from the bottom level to the top. There needs to be a better level of sharing and profitability, and it shouldn't be people earning 300 times an average employee's pay. If companies want to pay CEOs and high executives with inflated compensation and bonus programs, they should be taxed on them accordingly. It doesn't take a genius to figure out that many businesses should be paying their employees more, and they can also afford to do it. This is the only way to ensure proper retirement funding and medical care are, are going to be available in the future. People need to earn a wage where they can put money away for retirement and where they can get proper medical care. Profits, greed, and cheap, they've taken over the corporate world, and this basically, it just needs to change. 
although Capitol Hill isn't always the answer to intervene in business, there might need to be some interference at this point, like I said. At the least, large companies do need to be paying their fair share in taxes. Furthermore, they need to hire American workers and stop outsourcing in favor of cheaper labor. Politicians really are the only people that can put legislation in place to ensure a better future with these things. Now, when you think about it, Washington realistically created the mess that we're currently experiencing many ways economically, and it's time for them to start cleaning it up. Now, previously, I... I've written articles and had podcasts even on the reliability of America on cheap imported goods. To ensure there is a future of retirement, there there needs to be an end to relying on these cheap products. Corporate America has been training U.S. consumers to buy cheap, inferior throwaway things for quite some time. The result has been more money spent on recurring expenses for replacements. This has led to most of the manufacturing jobs that were good paying positions for America to now be extinct. The loss of these jobs has not only been devastating to the economy, but it's also put the national security of America at risk. You really want to know how to reduce unemployment in America and keep Americans working? I do have, like I said, a previous podcast on on this. You can go to Apple Podcasts. It's how to reduce unemployment in America and keep Americans working. I could go over this stuff all day on the reliability of America on the cheap imported goods. Just think of all the manufacturing America had at one time. We made a lot of things. Now, most of the consumer items we buy are from overseas in mainly China. Now, think for a minute, what do you think happens if there's a conflict with a country that makes the things that we buy and the things that we need? Do you really think they're going to supply these things? The answer is no. World War II saw numerous factories making tanks and ships for the war effort. The infrastructure in American manufacturing today, it's horrible, to say the least, when compared to previous generations. And this is what's putting America at risk. It can be challenging to buy only American, but it can be done. If you really want to make a change and ensure there's a future for Americans and a future for retirement, stop buying cheaply made goods and specifically the inferior things that come from China. Stop shopping at one of the biggest American discount stores, and it doesn't take much to figure out which one it is. And demand quality. Take the time to see where things are made and make purchase decisions that are going to benefit Americans. There are a lot of good resources online you can use. And one of them out there, it's called madeinamerica.co. It's only one of the several websites on the internet dedicated to products that are only made in the U.S., Now, I did find it interesting because for quite some time, everyone was on the bandwagon of, you know, just importing from China. Prices are cheap. Labor's cheap. Manufacturing's cheap. And you could get these products into the U.S. and then have quite a big margin on the markup to make profits. The problem is just tenfold now with these items being throwaway and 
the manufacturing leaving America along with cheaper labor. But I have seen, which interestingly, some of the news channels have finally started to take notice and some politicians have even started to take notice. I noticed the other night there was a governor or I'm sorry, a senator from Florida that was basically saying, don't buy any more China goods. The problems that I'm talking about, they've been compounding for several years. This is nothing new, but people are finally starting to, to notice. Stop buying things from China. You may have to pay a little more, but I can tell you even more so today, you're likely to get a product of, of higher quality that will last longer. You'll also be ensuring American jobs are saved. This sends a message to companies that employ Americans that people are willing to pay for quality. You need to demand changes from the big box retailers and online megastores that pay employees slave wages with little benefits that they make a change to take care of the people that make their business successful. There's a lot of these businesses out there that have been paying their employees nothing raking in billions upon billions of dollars each year with their CEOs, often the recipient of many of those billions of dollars. Quite basically, overall values need to change both in business and at home for there to be a future for retirement in America. Like I said, there was a time when, when people knew who all their neighbors were, a period when communities would continually come together. Today, it seems like it takes a national crisis for people to start looking at what is important. It many times takes a national concern for people to express their care and companies to perk up showing that they're morally just. The issue, it seems, is far too often when there is a national crisis, companies show compassion strictly for good public relations and ordinary everyday people do it for attention or to make themselves feel better. The intentions, they're often good, but the kind-hearted actions appear to almost always disappear shortly after a national catastrophe ends. This time, things need to change after the immediate threat of the coronavirus pandemic ends. Both businesses and just the American people in general need to keep thinking about the future and well-being of America. Changes need to be made. The American worker needs to be valued. There was a time when business owners took pride in providing a livelihood for their employees. With the extinction of American manufacturing and many small businesses being crushed by mega discount retailers, the world changed and profits were put above people. People need to start coming first again, and particularly American people. If companies you want to buy things from continue to import cheap goods and outsource work for cheaper labor in favor of inflated executive earnings with shareholder profits, there needs to be a clear message sent. The message needs to be sent financially by refusing to buy the things they sell. Americans need to take a stand against their dreams and hopes of being diminished by Washington and Wall Street. America needs to tell the people that do not value its workforce, enough is enough. Although a small percentage of Americans have most of its wealth, numbers and people can make a difference. 
a large store that stops getting business due to its practices of terrible wages and benefits will have to pay attention. When more people turn out to vote on important political matters, it will make a difference. Americans that call on Washington in numbers to hold politicians in Wall Street accountable for their actions will create change. If some of the wealth in America does not start being fairly distributed for everyone's hard work, dedication, and commitment, then the future is not looking too good. It's time for Americans to ensure they have a future and one that includes retirement. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money Podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com. I'm interested in getting your views on the future of retirement in America. You can send them to eric at smartstartmoney.com. Join me on the next podcast episode as I talk about payday loans and the evil truth. People that find themselves in an emergency money situation often go to payday loans. I'm going to go over why these are a terrible option when you need money. 